We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Evan Giddings in for Daryl the Guru Johnson. Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, by the way, uh, if you're not in your car, you can still listen to Steiny and Giddings and Guru and 95.7 The Game. Just download that Odyssey app. Just go to odyssey.com, download that app, 95.7 The Game. Boom, you're there. Or if you want to see Steiny's impressive Canada shirt, YouTube, Twitch, 95.7 The Game. Yeah. Evan and I are talking about uh, Damian Lillard and... Winning a title, and does he need one to cap off his career? All that kind of stuff. Let me, and it's it's overlapped with one of my pet peeves, which is nobody gives anybody credit until and unless they win a title. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a million guys like this. Andy Reid, I can't win the big one. Can't win a big one. Gutless. Great, great play call, I can't win a big one. Okay. Then he wins the Super Bowl, and it's like, well, now he's a great coach. No, he was a great coach. Before that, he just didn't win it. Okay, well, let me tell you a little story. I want you, I want you to, I'm going to tell you a story from a long, long time ago. Yesterday. And I want you to, pre-social media, I want you to try to envision what I'm telling you here, what, what went down, all right? Late 70s. Think about this. Late 70s. Washington Bullets are playing the Seattle Supersonics. I think I've heard this story. It's an unbelievable story. It is pretty cool. And that's why, that's why I'm telling it. So in 78, uh, Washington's playing the Sonics, 77-78, and Sonics are up 3-2. And the Sonics lose games 6 and 7, and the Washington Bullets win the NBA championship. In game 6 that year, Dennis Johnson, who was a supersonic, mm-hmm. game six was four for 16. Not good. Nope. He still got game seven, though. In game seven of the 1978 finals, game seven, Dennis Johnson went 0 for 14. Even worse. Dennis Johnson went 0 for 14. Boom. Season's over. You lost. Dennis Johnson went 0 for 4. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You get what, killed. What would it like? But here's the capper. The capper is the next year the Sonics play the Bullets in the finals again. And Dennis Johnson's the MVP of the series. The MVP, Dennis Johnson. I'm sick and tired of guys being written off after one loss or after, or just because they don't. Win a title by a certain amount that we deem it has to be won by. But for that, that year, pisses me off, E. That I'm just telling year, her. There's absolutely room to say, Dennis Johnson, you, you freaking choked. Dennis Johnson. So, for, no, for, we for that a, year. He had a bad last two games. Den- like, you want to talk about a guy. So, did you, has Jerry West, Mr. Clutch, ever choked in his career? I'm sure he would admit that he did at some point. No, he wouldn't. Okay, so Dennis Johnson, last two games of those finals. Five, shot with, four for 30. With a chance to win the title. Yep. Okay, so if he is the finals MVP the next year, mm-hmm. that means he's he's both of those players. Okay, but So then, one year he choked, one year he was... He didn't choke. He just didn't make any shots. Like, there what, could have be a million reasons why he went... Four for 30 in two elimination games is what? 
It's terrible. But it doesn't mean you choke. It means that during the 1978 season, in the two biggest games, Dennis Johnson couldn't buy a bucket. Okay, what happened the next year? And then what happened throughout his entire career? He's known as one of the most clutch players in NBA history, Dennis Johnson. Well, you can't have it both ways. You can't say he choked, but he's one of the best players. No, he didn't choke. He just didn't play well that night. He didn't play well in two nights. Okay. With a chance to win the title. Okay. If that happens nowadays, yes. we. Why is it a choke? Maybe Phil Chenier was... Played the best defensive game of his career. Shout and out, maybe, Cal. And maybe Dennis Johnson missed a few bunnies he shouldn't have missed. Is that choking? Or did he just miss a couple bunnies? Okay, so if we're going to give him all the praise for being the clutch player that he but that, turned into being... Over the course of, of his, his career. career. Yes. yes, so he demonstrated after that he was not, in fact, that player. But that doesn't mean in those two games he wasn't bad. That he didn't choke in those two he didn't games. Choke. Like well, how they lose because they got, he was terrible. He was ter- ter- being terrible is different than choking. To me, choking sure. like okay. To me, a choke is well. Let me look. Were they up ten with a like? Okay, Ali. I hate the word. I hate the word. But okay, the Knicks choked the other night. They did against the Dallas Mavericks. That's a choke. Up nine with forty five seconds to go. I'd, I'd have to look up and see what he was like. You know, did. But I, like, I, I understand what you're saying. But like to me, here's the thing. Okay, Steph Curry's had ups and downs in his career. He has. I am unwilling to say that Steph Curry's ever choked. What were people saying about him after the, the 2016 the ba- finals? Okay, he threw a behind-the-back pass against the Cavaliers that went out of bounds and it became a meme. It was pretty good. It was pretty funny with the trophy, but like. Dumb, dumb idea at a dumb time, and he didn't know the time. Like, we've known that over the course of his career, Curry sometimes loses track of time and situation, right? Yeah. Every once in a while, not a lot. That's not choking. It's just, I don't know. Okay, so Kevin, I, Kevin ran the Oklahoma City Thunder in the series before. One more time. 2016 Western okay. Conference Finals. OKC's up 3-1 of the Warriors. That's not a choke, them losing that series. Three straight games. The Warriors? No, no, no. OKC, no. the Thunder, no. Kevin Durant shooting poorly, no. Russell Westbrook shooting poorly, because Kevin Durant won two Finals See, MVPs. I, I would chalk that up more to like inexperience, believe it or not. Like I know the, I know they'd been there. The the Thunder had been knocking on the door. I don't think, like I don't think. Do you think the War? Do you think the Oklahoma City Thunder choked against the Warriors? You're up 3 1 in a series. Like, okay, so I believe it was 2015. The Los Angeles Clippers were also up 3 1 on the Houston Rockets. That's why the Rockets played the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals that year. Right. Everyone was calling them the Los Angeles Chokers. Like, they choked that series away. They were the better team. They should have won. The Warriors in the 2016 Finals were the better team. All right, here's what, here's, okay, here they go. 408. Steiny, you rip Kobe all the time for his 2010 Finals Game 7. I think that's when he was 6 for 24. He stunk. Yeah, it wasn't good. But he didn't choke. Like, Kobe Bryant is, like, incapable of choking. You get what I'm saying? Choking is when you feel the pressure, and it's noticeable to everybody, and you you can see it more in golf, let's say, when the pressure's on. Kobe Bryant, do you, has Kobe Bryant ever choked in his career? How about Michael Jordan? If they lose that game seven and he goes six for 24, people are calling that game a choke. Oh, I did. I, no. I, come on. I, I, I get, you know, we're never going to no, resolve this. But obviously, we'll never know. I, I, but think that, I think that's a joke. Okay, so. I think, I think t- Steiny, so your definition, no one has ever choked in a game. Not quite, but it happens very, very rarely. Very rarely. 5-1-0 brings up an interesting scenario. Steiny, when you miss the two-foot putt, you choke. Maybe not. But let's say Tiger Woods has a two-foot putt to win the Masters. Misses. Skims out. He didn't choke that shot? He should have made the shot. No. It's one of the greatest athletes ever at their sport. Right, and and he made... And he failed. And he made eight of those to win tournaments To get to that point. Right. 
Okay, so... But if, if it's about per- rising to the occasion... What's his percentage on two-foot putts? Let's, it's probably like 98. 80. Okay, well, sure. let's say it's 90. Oh, sure, okay, sure. So, he missed the... Like, to me, he's a 90-percenter from two, two feet in. Sure, yeah. So he misses one that could have won the Masters. Okay, that was the one he missed out of 10. But that was the most pressure-filled. No, it wasn't. You don't know that. He made he okay. I would just say, but he made four two footers to win majors before that. So, just because he missed, he choked. Is like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I do. I'm just, and, and I guess we're trying to figure out. Like, I hate I hate saying pro athletes choke because they have played so many games, and. But you, my point is, you can choke in a game and still be a champion. You no. can you can choke. No champion. No, I disagree. <laughs> I, I, like, okay, it is it, you. No, no champion has ever choked. Is kind of what I'm. Th- I guess I could. Okay, who's the guy? Like to me, a choke is I got a three shot lead on eighteen. Okay, in the Masters, you and I have a seven or an eight. That's a choke. I'll give you that. I'll give it to you. Um, like I'd almost say like Steve Sachs was a choke. I couldn't. He just. What happened? He couldn't throw to first base anymore. Like, that's kind of it. So, I don't know. No, no, it's, it's just interesting because, okay, we're talking about players. It also kind of applies to coaches. We bring up Andy Reid. But there's a there's a coach, head coach, manager in this town that is seen as one of the greats ever. Bruce Bochy, right? Three okay. titles. Has a wizard in late-game situations. Knows how to pull the right trigger at the right time. Okay, well, he was considered a guy that couldn't get it done. That That, I don't know if he was a choker, but... He was a he was a loser in San Diego up until he got how, how to long, San Francisco. How long did he coach in San Diego or manage in San Diego? Oh, he got to one World Series. Bruce Bochy. Yeah. Well, you got to give him a minute here. Probably what ten more. But the Padres. Yeah, he, he was there over ten years. He had a he had a he had a below five hundred record in San Diego. Let me ask you this: We don't consider him a choker, nor should we. Because he's not. Well, but he proved... He wasn't a choker when he didn't win a title in San Diego. He just didn't win a title in San Diego. But there were multiple games in that 98 World Series in which the Padres choked. They had the lead. They had the lead, Why would you describe they gave it, it up. Why would you describe it, though, as a choke? Why wouldn't you say... Who'd they play? The New York Yankees. Okay. What, what, what'd the Yankees do to come back in that game? Nothing. Did the, okay, the Padres make six errors in the ninth? I don't remember. No, Scott Brocious takes Trevor Hoffman deep. Like, Okay, so how's the left fielder of whoever the Padres is that game, how does he have anything to do with choking? He was just sitting in left field when that home run hit. Yeah, no, and Bruce Bochy's, Bruce Bochy's the manager. That falls at his feet. So, okay, we're talking about, like, I, I, I see what you're saying, that you it's, can't be a champion and a choker. I do think that we can look at Find like specific points to bring it back to. Okay, Stephen Curry in 2016 was not at his best. The Warriors, in my opinion, choked that final. Like they choked in that finals. They had a three-one lead on a team they were better things. than. But that doesn't mean the next year they can't restore their confidence in them to become champions. That's what they did this last year. People were trying to figure out: Are you really the team before the 2016 finals, or are you the team that was? You know, helped by Kevin Durant to be the greatest, maybe one of the greatest teams ever. Okay, last year, Stephen Curry was at his best in the playoffs. That's the player who he is, but that doesn't mean he hasn't had bad series. That he hasn't had situations where he did not rise to the occasion. That doesn't also mean that he isn't one of the greatest guards to ever play. Like, I I, I think you can't have a moment where you choke. Okay, you can have a moment where that may happen, but what I'm saying is, we need to. I the 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 word is used so ridiculously liberally that okay. it's infu- like I do agree like, with that. Like to me, I'll just off the top of my eye here. We, we can have some fun with this. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. What what has been a quote unquote choke in your life in our lifetime? Nick Anderson. That's uh, you know what I was actually thinking about Nick Anderson. And I thought, you know what? If you want to say Nick Anderson choked, like, okay, fine. But, like, that's how rare it is. 
a guy missing four free throws in the last 30 seconds. Like to me, okay, I'll give you I'll give you Van Velde, the guy who lost it on the 18th hole. And he was a relative unknown. The other thing is, I, I do find I don't know that Is it fair to call players that aren't the number one or the leaders of their team choker? So Nick Anderson wasn't the best player on the Atlanta Magic. He was third, fourth best player. He choked at the free throw line. But but is he really a choker if he's but, not the reason that they're there? I mean, I'm gonna give you Nick Anderson. Yeah. I mean, he's gotta make a foul shot. But like okay, Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. Let's say Kobe. Uh, uh, there were there were there were ten times in Kobe Bryant's career where he was at the line with less than three seconds, and he had to make both foul shots to to win the game. Sure. Right. I think if we look, he probably makes both foul shots nine out of ten times, but he misses one. One of the times he misses. Why is that a choke? Because you expect him to make the foul shot. He made 9 out of 10 before that, and he's a 90%er from the line. That's why he's an all-time great. But that doesn't mean in that moment he didn't... Uh, 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 uh. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. People were pissed at like, Kobe Bryant okay, what, for losing me, a first-round series what, to the Suns. What? What is a choke? What happens? Because to me, it's when the moment... Is too big. Correct, and you do things that you're that you most like ninety percent of the time never do. Kobe almost a foul shot here and there. He'll miss a shot at the buzzer here and there. He misses shots during the game. Like Kobe Bryant turned around eighteen footer for the win. I ah, missed it. He choked. No, he didn't miss it. He missed it. That's it. It sounds like a to you a choke is more of a moment. Yes, you don't choke over a whole game. Can you choke over the course of a series? No. No. I mean, it doesn't mean you can play bad. If you're supposed like, to, me, to beat to a me team a choke, and you don't. Uh, okay, how about this? To me, a choke is noticeably more mental than physical. No doubt, in my mind. Okay. So, 888-957-9570 if you want to jump into this conversation. I don't even really know what it is, except you guys know me. I don't like the word choke. How about, here's what, let me, let me throw this at you, we Craig. want to get rid of that in 2023? Yes. Okay. No, but you know down. what? I have choke as a word to get rid of, but I actually have a question mark because I'm allowing it to be, I'm allowing, people hate when I do that. I'm allowing it to be used very infrequently. I'm, I'm saying it can be used, but quit using it all the time. Okay. Like, just because a guy turns a ball over with eight seconds to go, maybe it was the right decision, man. Well, that's what we're, we're talking about, specific examples from years ago. I mean, I don't, I don't I don't think we're using it too liberally. I, no, but I, I just the I, like the idea that that a Steph Curry or a Jordan could choke bothers me, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, go ahead, Craig. I was just going to ask you: Could like Carl Malone choke? Because remember that '97, he's at the free throw line. Scotty Pippen comes up and says the mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays, and he misses both free throws, and they lose the game. Wasn't that a choke job? Didn't Scotty get in his head? Again, the moment there was too big for Carl Malone. That so doesn't mean he's you not. You better be careful. <laughs> Carl Malone? I believe Isaiah Thomas said <sighs> the reason why they didn't win. Well, it, yeah, of course, he's a media member at the time, but he was he was he was talking about why didn't the Jazz win and beat the Chicago Bulls in one of those two finals? Well, because Carl Malone couldn't make free throws when he needed to. He didn't right. He didn't come through. I'll I'll, I'll accept a million descriptions but choked is so vicious in a way okay so that that we can't like okay eight, 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 nine, five, seven, nine, five, seven. what's a better word for choke <laughs> no 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 like okay steph curry all right steph curry grows up all right and he's undersized and everybody uh minimize he's not that good he's not that good doesn't get a scholarship to Davidson. Plays at Davidson. Is involved in countless games where he's the man. Sometimes he wins, sometimes he doesn't. Comes to the Warriors. Uh, injuries. Battles through adversity. Becomes, goes to the height of his profession. And the only way he gets to the height of his pro- uh, profession is because the journey. All those games. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, all those games make him choke-proof. It doesn't mean that he's got to make a foul shot to win the game. He's not feeling pressure, but 
He he's felt pressure over the course of his life. Every time he's had big free throws, and I'll bet you on his big free throws, he's probably shooting about ninety percent. Like, so I, I just. But in a pressure-filled moment, you guys that are strangling this conversation to death. We're, we're going to stop That's in about fair. three minutes. Yeah, we we got a break coming up. But an example that that keeps getting brought on the yeah. Xfinity Mobile text line, uh, John, our producer, excellent. Did LeBron James choke in the 2011 no. NBA Finals? No. But at the time, he hadn't been a champion. He'd been an MVP, but he hadn't gotten the big one yet. And he should have beat the Mavericks. They had the better team. And he averaged you know, 17 points per game or whatever. He had a single-digit scoring game in the, in the NBA Finals. They lost in six games to a team that they were better than. But the rest of his career tells you that, yeah, LeBron James, he's not a choke artist, but... Like I think I if did, you asked anyone... Here's what I'll give... But, okay, I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. Cut. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I was just going to say, I think if you asked most people, they would tell you that the Miami Heat choked in the 2011 NBA Finals. <sighs> Any come from behind win, then, is going to be labeled a choke for the team that lost the lead, for the most part. If there is such an expectation... Like the Buffalo Bills choked in the Super Bowl. Well, that I... No? I'm not sure about. What if it's just uh, Scott Norwood missed a 40-yarder? That's all. Scott Norwood choked. All right, I hate that, but fine. I'll give you that. How do the Bills choke? 52 guys described as choking. Let's go to Dennis in 415. He's got the definition. Love it. Hey, guys. (laughs) I love the show. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Uh, So for me, uh, choking has to do with a degree of difficulty, right? So if you're taking a five-yard field goal with two seconds left and you miss it, not a choke. Tony Romo, 2006, Seattle playoffs, that's a choke. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's, that's uh, fair. Like somebody saying Ernest Biner, you know who he is? I don't. Former Browns running back who, against the Denver Broncos, was going in for the game-clinching touchdown, fumbled at the one-yard line which set up John Elway's 99-yard drive, which is considered one of the greatest two-minute drills of all time. So, did Biner choke? He fumbled at the one. That's all. Somebody made a great play. Oh, and we don't remember him if John Elway doesn't go yeah, 99 good. yards. Oh, Biner and Mac? Well, I just Speak mean, we, for yourself. We, we don't remember the moment. Kosar? Mm, you better be careful. Schottenheimer. <laughs> Let's just use it more sparingly. Can we agree on that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Jeremy agrees with you. Got to get him in here. My man. Hey, Jeremy. What's up, fellas? Happy hey. Friday. Happy New Year. Uh, first off, before I get to my point, uh, Evan has been killing it all week, so shout out to Evan. Uh, Thanks, man. I also agree Uh-oh. that when rain falls from the sky, people just lose their minds. <laughs> uh, I work as a mailman, so I'm, I can relate. Uh, and also, we need to leave uh, uh, he's him in 2022. Um, and... Here's here's a choker, okay? George Hill choked, okay? Because if he hits that free throw, they go up one, and they probably win that game and change the series. And they didn't because J.R. Smith, and and that whole J.R. Smith thing does not happen if he hits that free throw, remember? So that kind of, it's like Tiny said, that kind of moment, right, it changes the entire thing. So that is a choke in my opinion. Thanks, y'all. Have a safe holiday. Appreciate it. Free throw Maybe, you know what? is I think definitely is... not free. All right, you know what? You want to put me on the couch next segment? Yeah, let's do it. I'll tell you what my... Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Problem with choking is I've got a personal story. Oh, I got if quite a few. Me, and if you tell me, I got quite a few. Don't, don't. I'll tell you, I, I push back on uh, choke till the day I die. Okay. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why on the other side on 95. Yeah. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Evan Giddings in for Daryl, the Guru Johnson. And a happy new year to everybody out there. Be safe, be smart, and enjoy yourself. We're all over the place today. Yeah. I, you know, this is one of those things where I'm kind of having fun. So, should that or does that trump whether the listener is or not? Is that the closest thing to having fun that, that you can have? What? Kind of having fun? I have fun. Yeah. I love, I love, I, you know, I just love talking sports. I do. Sure do. How about this? I was going to, I was going to talk about myself, but I'm not. Cause we're just talking, how about, how about, let's, let's lose the word choke for now and just talk about pressure. How about that? Okay. Cause that's less of a buzzword. Yeah. All right. Steve Elkington was a professional <laughs> golfer. He won a major. Big mm-hmm. boy, big boy. For whatever reason, he, he's come on the show a couple times and, and I've DM'd him. Boop. And, just talking to him, and I he follows me on Twitter, whatever. I, I I had a chance to break 80, okay, and I didn't do it. Last two holes, I think I bogey, double bogey. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm up on 17, and I know I got a chance to break 80. You know what? I'm feeling something. There's no doubt. It's not describable. I'm not shaking, but there's absolutely a feeling of more importance than other shots. All right, I bogey, double bogey. You want to say I choked? I'll say. I, I mean, I'll okay. I did choke. Yeah. But really, what it is is wow. That's the first time. Oh my god, first time I had a chance to break eighty. I didn't do it. I'm talking to Elkington, he goes, "Yeah, you know." He said, well, "Here's what happens. You'll get in that situation again, and you'll have one experience now to base it off of how you felt the first." So I guess what I'm saying is. I get, you know, if, if if Steph Curry missed the free throw early in his career as he was getting used to what it felt like to be at the line for a game-winning shot, okay. like he, But now he's 34 years old, and he's been in millions of big situations. He knows what the pressure feels like inside and out. He's conquered it most of the time like sometimes he's just not gonna but he knows that feeling you know what i mean but isn't that what separates the clutch players or great players from the yeah he's pretty good you know he's he's all right he's 
nice, nice little player, but like that's what separates the old timers from the just greats or you know top five at their position, whatever, whatever you want to say. It's like to be able to live in the moment in a pressure filled situation where yeah, you're on, you're on the course, you're on the court, you're on the baseball field, wherever. When you start to feel that kind of like that tingle, yeah, yeah. That tingle. How do you react to it? Exactly. But those guys have felt that tingle time and time and time again. In fact... But it gets ramped up each and every bigger moment you get to. So, so right, but I'm if sure you Curry wanted... felt pressure at Davidson. Sure. He'd be playing in the National uh, NCAA Tournament. Thrived. He, he kicked ass. Like he was, he was incredible. Who'd they lose to? They lost to Kansas. Lost to the number one team in the country. How about this? Mario Chalmers, I think. Uh, NBA champion, too. Mm-hmm. Mario Chalmers. All right. Like, I don't think at this point, believe it or not, like, I don't think... How about we end it here? Like, I don't think it's... I don't think you could ever say from this moment on Steph Curry chokes. Like, I don't care if he misses six foul shots in a row. Like, then that just happened to be the one time in his life like I don't know I just uh, once you felt pressure dealt with pressure then you feel pressure deal with pressure and stuff happens well okay and let's bring this back to the Bay Area if you're talking about I like the San Francisco 49ers we're talking about Kyle Shanahan let's do this three out of the last four years now postseason okay he's a good coach sure damn good coach all right well guy who usually sits in my chair Daryl the Guru Johnson would tell you yeah, he's got an issue with 10-point leads. He's got a problem with him. I when hate he was in when Atlanta. he says that, but I, I, know. <laughs> I have to, I'm biting my tongue. But yeah, you're right. When he was with Atlanta. Sure. Go through him. Make me mad. 2019 Super Bowl. Last year's conference title game. Okay. He's got an issue with him. Okay, so he has had experience in pressure-filled situations. That doesn't mean that Kyle Shanahan can't hold a 10-point lead in a big game in the future. But his resume currently says that he has struggled when he's had double-digit leads. <laughs> That's what it says. That doesn't mean that he's that you guy. He's still a great coach. This is where this is where people are different. Yeah. You know how many 10-point leads Shanahan needs to lose before I say that's an issue? At least two more. At least, At least two more. Seriously. He's got to lose two more Super Bowls for you to come down his road? Or two more well, well, okay. playoff he, games? Well, here's what I think. Kyle Shanahan's in his sixth year, and I'm already here and can't win the big one. Like, that makes me want to knock people out. Seriously. Well, but didn't you argue that that's, that's the natural progression? Like, right. It, okay, you're a head coach. You get to the playoffs. You're successful. Exactly. All right, well, figure it out. Yeah, he's got 20 years, 30 years maybe. He's 42. Let's I, go to Tracy. Yeah. Tracy and Tracy. Hey, man. How you doing, gentlemen? Dynamite. Hey, so, in my opinion, once you become a professional and you're really good, I don't believe that you choke. Instead of choking, it's you missed the opportunity. Or if you fumble the ball in the one-yard line, someone didn't hit it out of your hand, you just dropped it. It's a brain fart. Choking is for people who are not that experienced like me. You know, some of us rookies, That's... amateurs. That's what you choke. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm kind of with him there, kind of with Tracy. Like, how do you know if the ninth man on the team chokes? He just might stink. <laughs> you know, if Patrick Baldwin— Nick Anderson choked. We've, we've established this. You have. I'm reluctantly going to go You just called it a choke. I said I'll okay. give it to All right. I'll give it to All right. All right. So anyway, but there's four, uh, five words. We're, ban- we're banning words for 2023. Um We've banned four officially, and we're going to be more discerning with choke. Uh, no more can anybody describe a professional athlete as trash, garbage, or frauds. And then yours. Him. It's him. Him. That's done. He's him. I'm him. She's her. I mean, we're not, we're not doing that anymore. Okay, 2022, it was a cycle. Came through social media. People had some fun with it. Used it to make a lot of puns. But as soon as the new year turns, I'm sorry. I don't want to see it. By the way, you said I need to lose something. What do you mean? 
during the break about an hour ago. Yeah. You want you said something like Steiny, you just one word you use that you need to lose for oh, 2023. Yeah. I've I've heard you use it on the radio seldom. But it comes around. <laughs> Hold on a minute. So you're going to tell me to eliminate a word I seldom use. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I hate it. Uh, wh- Urinating. <laughs> I don't want to hear you say that ever again on the air. When you're talking about someone that is getting beat badly. Okay. How about you? Do not describe them as being urinating. All right. On. So, like when I say, you know, Bird was urinating on Julia Serving. You I don't know, like it makes that. you feel good. No, I don't. Okay. I'll say. He kicked his ass. No, he used them like a bar of soap. How about that? There you go. All right. That demands more creativity. You're better than that, Steiny. Oh, okay. You're oh, better than all that. Right. Fair enough. I, I am open to criticism. There's no doubt about it. And I take criticism well. Trust me, it's on all my reviews. Well, speaking of criticism, you're going to criticize my my, my new top or jacket, oh, or no. whatever you want to call it. No, 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 it's nice. Oh, thank you. Uh, Evan's got a new top on. YouTube, what Twitch, you can check it out. Like those, uh, what is that called? Three it's quarter zip, I think. Yeah. Quarter zip, quarter zip. Yeah, it's a nice. It's a, little, it's, a, it's a real. It's a gift. It's a real uh, fine, horizontally striped. Yeah, it's not. It's not a tailor made, but you know, it's. I think it, it might, it's, it's either for golf or fishing. I'm not sure. Make, what do you make of this? Of It's me. Why do I not wear any of my new stuff before the new year? I don't know why. I just don't do that. Well, like, if, if you got it for Christmas, you're, you're not wearing it until 2023? No, no, I would never wear anything that I got for Christmas till the new year starts. Okay, but so you're, you're going out on New Year's Eve, or you're going to a friend's party, or you're... Nope. You're, you're wearing something old? On the first, I'll break it out oh my gosh i don't know why you know why hey did you get that for chris yeah i did you know everybody i said to you hey get that for christmas of course you did because i've never seen it before i just don't i like to it's like a waiting period it's like like we should have when you buy a gun it's a dead week seven day waiting period (laughs) you want a gun seven day waiting period you get one just like a new clothes get one for christmas wait till the wait till the first I was going to add another thing to your list of things I don't want to hear in 2020. Okay. You know, saying a guy has a new top. I think when he said that, I think a girl has a new top. A guy has a shirt or a collar. A new top? He kind of lost me there. Oh. Did okay. I say top? Yeah, he said he has a new top. I'm like, oh, my. What did my friend say? Like, girls, a word. they have a, you know, a new top or a new blouse or something like that. Guys don't really have new tops. What do they call soccer uniforms? Kits. Kits? Yeah. yeah. Kits, pitches. Uh, it's not practice, it's training. Learned all that from Ted Lasso. But, no. okay, so, yeah, what, what what else do people want to eliminate from the sports vocabulary? Come 2023. We've, yeah. seen, we've seen some suggestions on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Legitimately, literally, that sounds like more well, of a, a general gripe that Yeah, literally is out there. I mean that's that's now officially out there as a, a pet peeve of many, uh, many people. Many. Hey, uh, I was just thinking about this. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Kyle Shanahan. Is, yeah. Like, is this is this human nature or is this so? I Kyle Shanahan. What do I think of Kyle Shanahan? I think it's a good coach. I think he's a real good coach. But I think he was overpraised early. He got in here. And he was, this guy's a messiah. I was like, well, let's wait and see. All right, so then we see Kyle Shanahan. He doesn't win his first two years, then he wins. So now we've got to know Kyle Shanahan a little bit, five or six years. Yeah, I think there's something to this arrogance. Mm-hmm. Do you? It's just a little arrogant. You know, probably from growing up as Mike Shanahan's son. I'm sure there's he, some sense of entitlement. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm just not crazy about that. Yeah. But he did something the other day where I swear to God, I was like, that's pretty cool. And I... Can I like him more now because he did one thing I liked? You learn more about him. Yeah. So Kyle Shanahan let Matt Barrows of the Athletic into the locker room before the game and at halftime of the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Shanahan agreed to let Barrows write a story about what goes on before an NFL game in the locker room and during halftime of an NBA of an NFL game in the locker room. And it was really, really interesting. And the fact that Kyle Shanahan was open to that, I think it's pretty damn cool. I think there's a I think most coaches have been asked that and has dismissed and have dismissed it out of hand. No. 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 
you can't stay in here at halftime and write a story about it. So anyway, I want to give it. I like. I'm. You know, it's just a little nudge. No, I, just a little nudge to. Okay, he's. That's pretty cool. That tells me he doesn't take it so seriously. You know what I mean? I think he also gave us a glimpse into if Barrows did through Kyle Shanahan's acceptance. Why I do think a lot of people may not like Kyle Shanahan. I mean, why? Well, Barrows was talking about Shanahan explaining he hates halftime interviews. Right. Yeah. 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 He hates doing them because. He has so much to focus on within the 13 to 15 minute span that goes by in the snap of a fingers to a player, to a coaching staff that, yeah, if it, if it means he's got to be a little bit of an ass to the reporter, to whoever's interviewing him, to make sure that he can get into his locker room to get with his players and do his job, then, well, he's just going to do it. And it, it does seem like there is a little bit of that which comes off as arrogant, which comes off as I don't really need to talk to you guys. When in reality, it does feel like, okay, I am really just more focused on doing the job. Now, I understand you have to talk to the media, but it doesn't always mean you have to be nice to the media. And this in and of itself is something that is extremely nice to the media and something that I don't know if any other head coach across sports would do, has done, to allow... The you know the kind of the, the sanctity of the locker room, which is something that is very much preserved, to open that up to a reporter and then also give him the insight of, you know, man, like I, I, I'm sorry, like you you can put into words whatever you feel is acceptable from this 15 minute experience, but also understand that I got a job to do. I'm, I'm not going to help you. You're a fly on the wall. You do your job. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my job. That's that's to me what this piece from Barrows explain more of about Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. 888-957-9570. I'm wondering if, if th- does that matter to 49er fans at all? And what I'm talking about is, you know, we're, we're going to talk about what Kyle Shanahan did, allow Matt Barrows of The Athletic into the locker room at halftime. Matt Barrows wrote a story that appeared in The Athletic today. It's really good. Filled with stuff that we don't know about. And that's why it's a great story. And he, but here's the other thing I like about like Shanahan. One of the one of the key lines is Shanahan agreed that the resulting story that would come out of this might be a good explainer of what really goes on behind closed doors at a locker room. So that means Barrows got Kyle Shanahan. And said, you know what? I get whatever. I don't know how it can. You know, I get asked all the time. You know, what's a what's a pregame locker room like? What's the uh, what's it like at halftime? And I guarantee you, Shanahan was like, yeah, you know, it's not. It's probably not as exciting as you think. Yeah. And Barrow's was like, well, I'd love to, you know, and and Sh- and at some point, Barrow said, yeah, hey, uh, Kyle, like, like, I can just tell you from my life, everybody always kind of wants to know what's going on a lot. Yeah, he room. references the any yeah. given Sunday reference. Yeah. Like, there, there's no halftime speech that goes on. There, there's no raw raw. Exactly. So Kyle Shanahan actually was like, "Yeah, that would be. Uh, I get that. That'd be cool. Let let fans know what's it's like in the locker room, even if what they find out is, yeah, not much. Like that's. I'm sorry. It seemed that's, like that was kind of the, cool. That was kind of the goal too. That's cool. It's like okay, I do need you to to understand how much business gets done at halftime it's it's like the lives of athletes are obviously interesting to people right but in a lot of cases it's more mundane than you'd expect it's totally mundane i mean it's yeah i go to work and you know get, well, my, so, get my treatment and here's the thing like this is what makes it a good story so I, it's i read the story and I'm, it's it's affirmed that, yeah, it, it isn't that exciting. But th- that doesn't mean the story's not exciting. No, and you pick up little little quips like... Christian McCaffrey. Peanut butter and jelly guy. He eats peanut butter and jelly... Christian McCaffrey eats a half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at halftime. Doesn't want to get too full. And how about this? Like, See, to me, this is interesting. So McCaffrey will have a half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and occasionally... At halftime, he has half a banana. Depending on how many carries he got. Or depending on whether they have the ball immediately after halftime or they've, uh, you know, or they're on defense in the second half. Don't want to get too full. So, in other words, every time, think about this. Here's what you'll think about next game. 
the coin toss. The 49ers defer like they always like to defer. Yeah. That means they're getting the ball first to start the second half. That means McCaffrey is not having a banana at halftime. Now we know. <laughs> it's goofy, funny. but it's kind of cool. <laughs> we also we, we, we got an idea that maybe there's some internal expectations of this team. It was oh, Yeah, uh, true. It was the second to last paragraph, I believe, but that the 49ers have the most talented roster in football. Okay, I'm with you. They expect to win the Super Bowl. They should. I don't know about they should. Why not? Because I could just say because they're not the best team. Because Kansas City's better than them. If they have the most talented roster in, in the league. Well, I didn't. I didn't agree to that. I mean, mm. they might. They certainly have one of the best. They might have the best. Do we know that now? Like, here's the. Th- you know what? You brought something up, and they should win it. See, even that title is, or bust. Even no, not so much that, but it's it's also like. Okay, to me in my lifetime, like, 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 let's go back. I'm just going to maybe say this. I'll think twice about it. In the last 10 years, 10, 20 years of sports, there's only one team to me that I look at and say they should have won it, and that's the Warriors with Durant. Like, I've never, have we ever, like to me, let's just say last 20 years, when the Warriors came into that season, it was, do- it was over. Everybody knew if they were how they were going to win. They oh, should have won. From preseason expectation to win it all. Correct. Yeah. Like, that's the only way you can, like, you can't, no team should win it. Like, I, wouldn't, I won't even say Kansas City should win it. No, they're, they're one of four or five teams that could win it. Nothing would surprise, you know. So, like, I don't think a team ever, most teams can never come into a season and you say they should win it. No, I mean, that's, that's the goal. But what team in the last 10, 20, whatever, was so much better that it was almost a foregone conclusion they were going to win it? The Warriors with Durant, no doubt. 2007, New England Patriots, which they, they, didn't, they win didn't win it. By the way, I was wrong. I got to, I got to, uh, huh? Yeah. I got to, uh, I, I wish I knew the person's name on the uh, uh, Xfinity Mobile text line. He's right. The Biner fumble was the year before Elway drove 99 yards. Denver beat the Denver beat Cleveland two years in a row. What are you looking back there for? Well, J- John's a Denver fan. He's right. a fan of the Denver Broncos, so he right. might be able to add some. Was I wrong clarity there? originally? Uh, we were all we were all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! See now that's a team player. Love that. I got well, you today. Weak guy is, but uh, nah, I wouldn't run. Uh, so what? What was the cur- what was the terminology? I mean, what was the uh, timeline? Oh, you don't know off the top of your head? Well, it looks like we also have oh, you a, don't, uh, a big Broncos guy. I was born in the late '80s, so. <laughs> well, that gets he was, me. He was that, born into it, and that brings up what I got. When I talked to Kyle Madsen about today. Oh, yeah. We, dri- we, we do have to get into that. I'm driving in, and I hear Kyle Madsen. Two sentences. One, he says, oh, Willie Mays one of my favorite players ever. And then the next sentence, he says, I'm 32 years old. Something doesn't add up. Can you have a favorite player you never saw play live? I don't think so. I, you, you, can, you can respect players. You can believe that they're great, that they're maybe even the greatest of all time. Although I think... Mixing generations is difficult, but okay. Let me ask you, Steiny, who, who are some of your favorite players ever? Like the like favorite athlete, Bird, Larry, Larry Bird. Bird, one of them, Bobby Mercer. It's all of them play, right? Yes. Witnessed the majority of their careers. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Mercer was like he was a kid. Yeah, I was a kid. Go ahead, Craig, real quick. No, I was. I would disagree because I was saying my favorite fighter of all time is Muhammad Ali, and I never saw him fight live. Well, then he can't be. But you're, no, but he can't like, be. Yeah, but I've seen everyone no, with fights on no. tape delay, no. on recording not allowed. and stuff. This is not so. It's not allowed. Not okay. allowed. Good I'm know. not allowing that. You're not allowed to. I oh, know that's actually a good. It, that's it, that actually is interesting. Well, that is interesting. Muhammad Ali means a lot more than just the fighting. So but he's actually. But Craig's actually saying you can go back and watch 40 Muhammad Ali fights if you want. Like I can't go back and watch uh, Willie Mays in his prime in the 60s. No, you can't. Which stinks. Although I, that's my I, idea of heaven, don't you know that? What? You can just go watch sports games from no, my, 100 years ago? No, heaven, if heaven is truly heaven, and it's a perfect place, mm-hmm. when you get to heaven, you have access 
to every single thing that's ever happened in sports in the world. So you get to heaven and you're like, you know what? Let me, let me, I want to go, I want to watch all the dream team practices. Or, you know what? I'm going back. I want to see Steph Curry's high school career. Like everything's available to you. You want to see if Babe Ruth called a shot or not? You got that. It's all those questions. Everything is accessible. Everything. Well, if that's heaven, I need to start doing some work. So in other words, there's, there's a famous myth about Larry Bird when he went to Indiana. You know, he went to Indiana, State. dropped out. No, he went to Indiana first, played oh, for okay. Bobby Knight. Couldn't stand Bobby Knight. Oh, this could be story time at noon. Uh, we got Eric Crocker at one. We're going to talk some football. But no, the legend is that he went to Indiana, left because he was homesick. He came back home, and he started playing pickup basketball with the garbage men, the, the uh, maintenance people mm-hmm. around French Lick who all happened to be black, most of them. So he would play in their pickup games. And that's how he said he, you know, got exposed to playing against black guys. Well, wouldn't that be fun? You could just see everything. Yeah, go watch go watch uh let's go watch Kobe play pickup when he was 17 years old. Yeah, I want to see the home run derby with David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, and Ken Griffey Jr. Allegedly. It happened in uh, Help me. Yeah. So it was uh supposed to be in a minor league. It'd be a triple setting. A game, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Minor league setting. They had a home run derby. Those three guys. No kidding. When they were all young and in their prime. Awesome. Would love to see that. All right, what do you think about Okay. David Ortiz won, by the way. Sports heaven. All right, sports heaven is you have access to seeing anything and everything sports-related in the history of the world. What would you What would you want to watch? Would you want to watch, like, Pete Rose in Little League? You could do it. 888-957-9570 is the number. Oh, 957 T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.